Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Manage My Wedding podcast. Today I want to talk to you about what your guests are most likely to remember from your wedding day. Now you might have preconceived ideas in your head about what you think is most important, but sometimes it's not always the case. So today I want to go through the key things that are definitely the most important and then I'm going to go through some added extras. But before I talk about that, I want to make mention that I am recording this in the first week of May and I am based in Australia and we are very lucky at the moment because um, coronavirus pandemic hasn't been as horrific for us or nowhere near as horrific for us as some of you who are listening into the podcast in other countries. And we are um, relaxing on some restrictions. We still can't hold weddings, but it is looking likely that they'll come hopefully sooner rather than later. So it is much easier or getting easier, hopefully, for some bride and grooms here to start thinking about planning their weddings again. But if you are not in that same situation and I'm, I'm so sorry for one that, you know, you're in a a country where it's a horrible time for you and you're in very strict lockdowns. One, I send you all my blessings and best wishes. And I, and I, I wish for much health and happiness for you and your family. And I hope that things turn around for you very soon. But if you're looking for a little bit of motivation at this time for your wedding or just something to listen to, that's going to give you a bit of a pick me up. I did do a couple of wedding podcast about six episodes ago and one was I talked about how to manage your wedding during coronavirus. I talked about planning your wedding without leaving home and I talked about wedding planning that won't cost you a cent. And also actually I did another one that was everything you need to know about your wedding music which is a great one that's going to inspire you and give you some motivation at home with your partner at the moment and reconnect the two of you, which you likely might need at the moment. So, you know, I'll I'll drop a link to those in these show notes, or you can just flick back through and have a look. But if you're really feeling down at the moment, those are really going to help you. I do not solve the problems because I obviously cannot do that, but they'll just give you a bit of inspiration um, and they'll give you some things to do at home that will get you excited again about being engaged. So back to today's topic, which I want to discuss, which is what your guests most likely remember from your wedding day. I have a list of 10 that I want to go through, but the first top four are definitely the most important and they're the most talked about by your guests after the wedding. And they're the most likeliest ones that your guests will still talk about four years down the track. So the first one is food. And the main things that your guests will remember about the food is one, there wasn't enough. That is definitely the most common thing that guests will talk about. And that's quite common at cocktail parties. 
So you need to always make sure you talk to the venue and you ask them how they can make sure that doesn't happen. If they're telling you there's five pieces per person included in your package, that is not enough, especially when people are drinking. And even if they're not drinking, if they're dancing, they're going to get hungry. And quite often in that situation, I would think about having a fork buffet instead if you want your guests to be standing up and mingling for the night. The other thing that your guests will remember about the food is the taste. And um, people will talk about that forever. They will definitely say that food was the best food we've ever had at a wedding or how amazing was that food. So try and get a, a wedding taste, a menu tasting at your venue or some venues don't give menu tastings. And usually the ones that don't give menu tastings, it's because they have a fantastic reputation and their food is always phenomenal. And that's great. But if someone doesn't do a menu tasting, but they do have a restaurant, then go to the restaurant and try the food because that's just going to help you decide what items that you want to pick on the menu for the night. And the other thing that guests will remember about the food is if it's cold. They're, they're the key things. But sometimes it's really hard to get around the cold thing. That can be very much out of your control. Or it could be the fact that everyone was waiting for you to sit down and eat their meal until they started. So when they tell you your meal's ready, it's a really good idea to go and sit down. And many venues won't actually serve the wedding guests until they've served the wedding couple first. So that is really important to remember. But yeah, food. Oh, I, I usually remember food and that's not just because I'm in the events industry um it's just something really memorable and everyone loves looking forward to the food at a wedding the second one is the service of drinks there is nothing worse than going to a wedding and you cannot get a drink because the service isn't good now it's really another that's another thing alongside cold food that can sometimes be out of your control but when you book a venue you can ask how many staff do you have serving drinks and it's good to ask that question um, and it's good maybe to back that up in an email so that everyone knows how many there are if you're having a seated wedding and there's no bar you know is there one person serving two tables or are they serving four because that's too many so you just need to clarify that with the venue. And if they ask you to pay for staff to serve and you're paying per staff member and you know that your group are big drinkers and they're going to be busy, pay for an additional staff member just to, you know, make sure that someone always has a drink. And then it's sometimes good to ask the venues, you know, do you walk around with a bottle of wine? Just ask them how it works. Do they walk around with a bottle of wine and top people up? Do guests have to get up and go to the bar? because sometimes you might not want that. It's good to try and clarify how that the drink service works throughout the night so that you know if your guests are going to be looked after. The third most important thing that guests will remember and talk about after your wedding is the music or the entertainment. And you, many of you have probably been to weddings and would probably already agree on that one also. But you can have a fantastic DJ or band, but they might be restricted to only being able to play the songs that the wedding couple have asked them to play. And if the guests aren't up dancing on the dance floor, then they're not into that music. So it's good talk to the DJ or the band or whoever it is that you're having, the acoustic, whatever it is, and say to them, 
you know, if the guests aren't feeling it from the music that we've picked, you know, I give you free reign to take over and get music that's going to get them up on the dance floor. They're the professionals. They know what they're doing and they're going to sort that out really quickly. Then the last thing, and I've got six more after this one, but the last thing that is one of the most important, and that is that everyone will remember how late the bride was. And I'm not talking a bride that's 5, 10, even 15 minutes. Like that's, that's pretty standard. But if you turn up to your wedding and you are 45 minutes late, they're going to remember and they're going to talk about it. And some people are going to be annoyed. And especially these days, there's not enough seats for everyone. So people are just standing around. It's, it's just a, you know, is she coming also type feeling. And then your partner who's waiting there to marry you, they're also wondering, are they coming? And they're feeling nervous and that's an awful feeling. So <laughs> try not to be late. Then the fifth one, and these ones now, they're not in any particular order. The top four are the most important. This remaining six, as I said, then they're not in any particular order. But number five kind of relates to the late bride as well. And that is that guests will always remember getting rained on or being out in the burning hot sun. So if you're going to be late and they're going to get rained on even more or they're sizzling in 35 degree heat, that's not very nice at all. And my wedding was like 38 degrees the day of the wedding and it was super windy. And we were, I was late, but not intentionally. It didn't have anything to do with me. It was just a bit of a time issue between with the photographer getting, you know, to the grooms in time. And it was something that was out of my control, but I was like 40 minutes late by the time I walked down the aisle and people were hot they're so hot and I was standing up, but luckily I had water available so they could get a drink and there was a lot of shading. So that, that was great. So have a think about those things too. The sixth one is flies. I know that sounds probably ridiculous. Um, or mosquitoes if you're outside. I went to a wedding and it was the most beautiful wedding and oh, I remember so much about it because it was just done so beautiful. Everything about it was magical. But there were so many flies. And that was because we were out at this country town and next to the wedding venue was this big cow paddock and it was summer hot and there was just so many flies. And everyone all night was like, how annoying are the flies? And even the bride after the wedding was like, everything was wonderful except for the flies. <laughs> so oh, it was just, I felt really sorry for them. I, it's, I still definitely remember how, amazing that wedding was but people still talk about those damn flies uh and the seventh one is couldn't hear the speeches now i've got a a really good story actually and oh this is quite embarrassing for me not something i'm proud of but i was very new in the wedding industry i was like i think 20 years old and i just finished uni and I was a wedding coordinator um, at a Ridges Hotel. And <laughs> it was one of my very first weddings. And I was super organized and I loved my job. But as again, again, I was really new and I was young. And during the speeches, 
the microphone wouldn't work and it was pretty much at the start during the father of the bride's speech and there was lots of people at the back of the room that were loud and drinking and not listening and it was getting louder and louder and the father of the bride was just so angry. I could see it in his face. No one could hear the speeches. Everyone was just looking at me for an answer. And I I had no answer. Um, I was young, like I said. I was so inexperienced at the time. And although we had fabulous staff, the food at the venue was amazing. Everything was great. Um, no one was happy that they couldn't hear the speeches. I was getting dirty looks. I couldn't fix it. There was nothing I could do. And the DJ, he had an outside dance floor, so he couldn't help either because he didn't have a mic set up inside. So basically no one, any, no one heard any of the speeches. You know, my much older, more experienced self would have gone and absolutely, you know, told those tables to shut up not like that in a much more professional way of course when you're um, a wedding coordinator but I would have gone to those tables when being older and I would have told them to to absolutely zip it I would have clapped my hands I would have gained everyone's attention exceptionally loud and told them that it was a microphone issue and if they could have respect and listen to the speeches I would have done it all in the right way but I didn't I was young and after that wedding finished they held a meeting with the general manager and myself and the father of the bride was also not the nicest person. So he wanted all their money back. He did not care that they took home boxes full of prawns off the buffet, which you can't even do these days. Um, but he would, they were just taken so care of and compensated on the night as well. But they just, he didn't care. He, he wanted blood basically and I have never forgotten that and I I really really did feel sorry for that bride and groom Um, and that is you know the one thing that the father of the bride is really nervous about and they're usually the first person to speak so it's really important that you organize some venues might not have a microphone but if you've got you know 80 guests you need to have a microphone and you need to pay for it and some venues will want you to pay for their system and i suggest you do because it's really horrible that people have spent all that time preparing those speeches and then they can't be heard so <laughs> there's a little bit of a story about my beginning days <laughs> as i said definitely not proud of that one but we learn the eighth thing is who they they sat beside so you know sometimes you might go to a wedding and they'll mix people they'll mix you up and they'll seat you with somebody that you don't know because they want everyone to get to know each other and they want good conversation but all your friends are sitting on different tables you're not going to have a good time so I always say to bridal couples don't do that don't split friends up put them together put family together unless they don't like each other because it's going to really make the atmosphere amazing and they're going to have a great time and they're going to be happy. If somebody doesn't know anyone, then that's totally fair enough, but you just have to think about who they should sit next to that they're going to hold a good conversation with because the next day people definitely will say, oh, that was the worst wedding. Like I didn't have anything to talk about with the people beside me. My table was boring. So very important. Then number nine is not enough space. If you really are in love with a venue, and I know some people do book a venue, 
knowing they're on the very cusp of the max or they might decide to make the dance floor smaller so they can fit more people and I say do not do it because it, there is nothing worse than trying to eat your meal and you're banging elbows with somebody. You can't move your chair out to get in and out to go to the bathroom. Then everyone can't fit on the dance floor because there's not enough dance floor. So have make sure that you have a venue that can fit everyone. And the 10th one is totally different to all the rest. And this is my last one. But Guests will always remember how much love is in the air at a wedding. They will always talk about how happy are they, how happy they looked, because that really sets the tone from the very beginning of the ceremony all the way through. So don't be afraid to show your guests and family if you want to be really affectionate or if you want to be really sweet and thoughtful and do some nice things during the wedding that are beautiful gestures towards your partner, do it. This is your one chance. You're on show. It's all about you and your partner. Show each other how much you love each other and don't be embarrassed about it because people are always going to remember that and it's just going to make it an even better wedding day. So there you have it. They were the top 10 most common things that guests will remember at a wedding. And recap quickly, one was food, two was service of drinks, three was music and entertainment, four was a late arrival of a bride or a groom, five is getting rained on or burning hot in the sun, six is flies and mosquitoes, seven is couldn't hear the speeches, eight is who you sat beside, and nine is there wasn't enough space, and the last one, number 10, is love is in the air. So, yeah, have a think about those things and try and prioritise them. Some of them are out of your control, but you can talk to the venue. But food is definitely something that you have control of and and the music that you pick. So try and, you know, get those things right, you know, to try and make everyone have a, have a really good night. And thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed to the Manage My Wedding podcast, please do that and please leave a review because the more reviews we get, the more brides and grooms that can find us. This is only the 24th podcast, so we are fairly new. I've had some amazing reviews and some beautiful messages through social media from brides and grooms that are really enjoying the podcast and I really appreciate that. So if you do want to leave a review, just make sure you leave your Instagram handle because I will send you a message of thanks and I'll also send you a little gift as well. So make sure that you do that. And until next time, stay happy, stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams.